Welcome to the sermon podcast of Midway Christian Church. We're a Disciples of Christ congregation located in Midway, Kentucky. You're always welcome to join us in person or follow us on Facebook or YouTube. Our scripture this morning comes from the Gospel of John, the 14th chapter, verses 15 through 21. I invite you to follow along in the Pew Bibles or on the screen. I'll be reading the message version. If you love me, show it by doing what I've told you. I will talk to the Father and he'll provide you another friend so that you will always have someone with you. This friend is the spirit of truth. The godless world can't take him in because it doesn't have eyes to see him, doesn't know what to look for. But you know him already because he has been staying with you and will even be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I'm coming back. In just a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you're going to see me because I am alive and you're about to come alive. At that moment, you will know absolutely that I'm in my Father, and you're in me, and I'm in you. The person who knows my commandments and keeps them, that's who loves me. And the person who loves me will, love, will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and make myself plain to him. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. We continue this week with Jesus' farewell discourses to his disciples, expanding on that conversation of how we are called to live out our vocation, how we are called to live out here and now as Jesus' hearts and hands in this world. Jesus is challenging. Jesus is asking. He is looking at his disciples back then and looking to us now, to us to become the word made flesh. Not necessarily for us to take the place of Jesus or take the place of God, for we know what happens when people do that. It never ends well for anybody. What Jesus is talking about for us to make this become the word made flesh, it's about embodying God's love for all of God's people. It's about us choosing life. It's about us choosing to share a narrative that new life is possible. It's about us telling a story that love and light will always have the last word. It is about choosing to live out a narrative that shares that God is present, that God is grace-filled, that God is bringing about healing and wholeness for all of God's people, that we are all part of the body of Christ here on earth, that we are in relationship with and for each other, that we are called to keep the commandments of loving God with all our heart, mind, and soul, and loving our neighbor as ourselves. Or let me say it this week. An article came out this past week that probably no one else read except for us preacher types. The article talked and looked about church trends that have been going on since the pandemic. It stated that for some people, they're not coming back to church. It's not that they're mad. It's not that someone made them angry and they've taken their marbles and gone home. They are simply not coming back to church. And what this means for all of us who are holding on to that hope that maybe 
they would come back. That maybe it would all get back to the way it used to be. That maybe we just keep hoping and praying that people would come. You know, now that we're all back together, no mask, no disinfectant, no nothing, it's all going to go back to the way it was. This article basically crushed that hope and said, they're not coming back. So the challenge now is, for us as disciples, for us as ministers, for us as the body of Christ, is to figure out what it means to live out our call here and now in this post-pandemic church. The article ended with a statement that said, for most churches, they're never going to recover from what happened to the pandemic. Others will. But for most churches, they won't. And it's going to see a lot more closings happening for churches across the world. And then here's the kicker. It said, now in some of those communities, the closing of those churches will send ripple effects within that community. In other communities, it will be like that church never existed at all. For some churches, when they close, it will send ripple effects through their communities. For others, it will be like that church never existed at all. I have to tell you, when I read that last line, I started thinking about conversations that I've had with the leadership. You all have gotten the letter about the budget challenge and what that means. And the narrative of our world has said, if there's issues there's gotta be a larger problem. The thing that COVID told us is that sometimes we don't have the answers, we don't know what's going on, and that as people of faith, we're called to share a different narrative. Doesn't mean there's not issues, doesn't mean there's not problems, but our world wants us to immediately get into that fight or flight mentality, correct? We're called to do something different as people of faith. When I read that last line in that article, I started thinking about the many conversations that I have had with many of you over this last week, once you got that conversation or the email or the letter about that budget challenge. And the number one answer is, Heather, what's going on in the church? And I'm like, well, you got me. I don't know. I don't know. And I wondered about all of these conversations that we've been having as Midway Christian Church, wondering about this panic that, oh no, there's a challenge. What's going to happen with us? And I kept coming back to that last line in that article about stating for many communities, when the closing of a church happens, it'll send ripple effects within that community. For others, it'll be like that church never existed. This is what has kept me up for nights and nights, not just this week, but for months and years since the end of post-pandemic conversations. I wondered as I was reading that last line, I wondered about the many people in our community who have come to know this community of faith, who's sitting here and watching online. And I've wondered about the journeys that we have all taken to come to this particular place and how we were led here to this place, Midway Christian Church. I would say for some of us, 
we grew up in this church. Our parents, our great-grandparents, or great-great-grandparents helped found the church. We can remember where our grandmothers and mothers and fathers and people sat in the family pews. For others, we came about it a little bit later. We don't have roots to this particular area. We may have come about to Midway Christian Church because of the community dinner or someone invite us, or there is that, that lore within Midway history that the mayor knew we had moved into town and when we called to turn on the water, we got the invitation to come to Midway Christian Church. You need to tell Stacy that's what we want, please. <laughs> For others, and for many who may be watching online, it's we just kind of stumbled across Midway Christian Church. We stumbled upon it, but we're grateful we did. But for many in our community, it made me wonder, do they even know that we exist? And if Midway Christian Church ceased to exist, would people in our community notice? And the answer is probably not. They would just do their daily day of going to the post office, and that building is there, but they're not sure what it is, they're not sure who goes there, they're not sure of the purpose. And it hit me that there are some people in our very own community that if Midway Christian Church ceased to exist, some people within our very community would not even notice. Not depressing you today. I have a point and a purpose, and I ask you to stick with me. For as we know, our story tells us that when God is moving in and around us, there is always hope, there is always grace. And the promise of the resurrection is that new life is bursting up around us if we open our hearts and our minds and are ready to receive it. That's the key, being ready to receive it. So here's, I was thinking about these people in our community who have somebody stumbled around Midway Christian Church or the people who may not even know that we exist. I was thinking and letting the Spirit come and be in conversation with me. And it started to ask me and challenge me that I've been preaching about grace. I've been preaching about being open, that I need to take my own advice to step out of my office and step beyond these four walls and go out and see the community. Take a break from being in the office. Break that pattern and go out and see the people. So I went out on my deck and just sat and breathed for a moment. And I took a walk and I started thinking and wondering about the faces that I encountered as I walked along the streets of Midway. I wondered about the people in our community, in our nation, in our world, and I wondered about their lives. I wondered about how many of them might be connected to a community of faith, maybe not necessarily here in the 40347 zip code, but connected somehow, some way to a faith community. And I wondered about maybe the hardships that people are facing in their lives, because I have to tell you this week, especially when it gets to be end of the month, our phone rings more and more where with request. And it used to be one or two a week, but now I'm getting them from the schools. I'm getting them from the FRC people saying, can you help pay electric bills? Can you help with food? Can you help with rent? And these are people who have said, I haven't asked for help before but I can't make ends meet now. 
I started thinking about now that school is coming to an end, we have people in our very own community who rely on that free and reduced lunch for their children so they have something to eat. That we have people in our very own community who rely on that weekly backpack program to help their families make ends meet. We have people in our community who are struggling and worried about how they're going to pay their electric bill this month. Because I've got stories and stories like my bills were like 90 bucks a month for months on end. And all of a sudden in March, they jumped up to 200. And I don't know how it got there and I don't know how to pay the difference. As I started to be in conversation and look around at the faces in our community and letting the spirit in and to have the spirit open my heart and my eyes, I started thinking and wondering about those homes and the people those homes host and hold. Would those homes have in just a few weeks children who would be there from morning to night because their parents have to go to work? <coughs> And they're not going to have someone who's checking in on them. Or those homes would have someone who is older, whose families live far away, and they don't have someone coming in and checking in on them. I had a church member tell me this week, Heather, I had to use you as an emergency contact because I don't have anybody local. Is that okay? And I'm going to tell you this right now. The answer to all of you is yes. The answer is yes. We'll make it happen and we'll make it work. But that got me thinking about there are people within our community whose family is not near. And they don't have people to check on them. We have people in our community who he need to know that they are cared for. That if they don't show up for something, that someone's calling them to ask them how they're doing. And I wondered, could that someone be someone who is sitting here in these pews? Could that someone be someone who's watching online? Could that someone who is keeping God's commandments to love one another be right here in this midst? This week as I was being and walking around Midway, as I was listening to the Spirit and opening my heart and my mind to the Spirit's call, the Spirit's moving in and among us, I began to imagine real life people. People that we encounter each and every day. People that have been brought together by the vision and the mission of Midway Christian Church. And I realize that it's because this church, that no matter what, beyond budgets, beyond numbers, beyond anything that says that is successful, what makes this church who we are as Midway Christian Church is that we take Jesus' mandate to his disciples seriously. And that mandate being, if you love me, show it by taking care of others. If you love me, take care of your neighbor. If you love me, watch over that child that may not have enough to eat. If you love me, go check on your neighbor. Because you see, as people of faith, we choose to tell the story of God's love. We choose to tell the story of God's grace. We know that the rest of the world is buying into this narrative of power and might and that we are called to share a different story, a story of God's grace, a story of God's love. We gather each and every week to become the people that God called us and created us to be. 
We choose to tell the story that God's kingdom is coming about here in our midst. And we choose to tell the story of God's grace and compassion because we know the spirit of truth is moving in and among us, bringing us back to life, reminding us that our work as Jesus's disciples is not finished yet. So for me, hear me as your pastor. I love the conversations that we've been having over the last weeks because that means the spirit is moving and thinking. That means the spirit is opening our hearts and our minds to see who we want to be as Midway Christian Church. For we know that we cannot be that same church we were pre-pandemic. We know that we cannot continue to hold on to the hope <coughs> that people will return that someday people are going to come back. And when we do, then we'll get ready. The spirit of truth is telling us here and now, the time to get ready is now. It's happening now. And pay attention and open our hearts and our minds. <coughs> because when we look back at our faith story, we see the Garden of Gethsemane, we look at the cross, we look at that empty tomb, and we realize that Jesus wants to embrace a life-changing love. That Jesus is challenging us to live out our call, not to keep it as ourselves, but to become empowered, to become the Word made flesh, to embody God's love here and now for all of God's people. <coughs> God is asking us, that spirit of truth is moving among us, challenging us, asking us, are you ready? Are you ready, Midway Christian Church? Because I'm about to do something new. Are you ready to rise to the challenge? Are you ready to open your hearts and your minds to the people in the community who need you to embody God's love? Are you ready to be empowered by the spirit of truth that's work for justice to open up the welcome, God's welcome for all of God's people? The question is, Midway Christian Church, are you ready to become the word made flesh? And here's the thing, as amazing as a minister as I am for us, I can't answer that question for you. That's a question we all have to answer together. It's a question that we are called to pray about, to discern and have conversation about. It's a question that we are all called to answer as people of faith, as brothers and sisters in Christ. But here's what I do know. I have seen transformation happen because someone from this church reached out and made a connection. They didn't wait for the minister to give them permission. They didn't wait until the balance, the budget was balanced. They saw a need and extended compassion to someone and transformation happened. I have seen through the gifts of this congregation from the people that sit in the pews and the people who watch online, I have seen hope restored and grace given and compassion extended, not because the minister gave a great sermon, but because we as individuals take the Jesus's mandate seriously. 
that if we love Jesus, if we love God with all our heart, mind, and soul, we will extend compassion and welcome and love to all of God's children, not just the ones that look like us and think like us, who follow the same guidelines as we do. We extend God's compassion and God's grace to all of God's children. Because as Midway Christian Church, you take everything else away, the beautiful stained glass windows, the uncomfortable pews, the silver candlesticks, you take it all away. Yet, what we have left is our love for God. And that's pretty darn powerful. And that is all we need to become the community of welcome and grace that God calls us to be. And I don't know about you, but I'm grateful that God is moving in and among us and reminding us of God's love for us and our call to extend that love to each and every one. May it be so. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this sermon podcast of the Midway Christian Church. If you'd like to learn more about our congregation, please go to our website at midwaychristian.org. Thank you.